everyone, I am your host, Ray Ireland, and you are listening to the Soul Aligned Podcast, where we help high-achieving leaders and driven visionaries do what you love and live your purpose today. <laughs> so welcome to this episode. We're going to be diving into Self-Sufficient Me 2020, because I know there's so many of you out there that are feeling like all of the changes in the world and everything that's happening, you're like, wait, 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 how do I just like, how do I get me? Like, how do I just take care of myself? How do I be self-sufficient so that I can actually participate more in the world? So that way I can give more and give back and be a part of the change that we're experiencing and what we're seeing. Um, in society today. So this is such a key piece. I've been having so many conversations with clients and colleagues around this piece of like, okay, so how do we actually rise as a collective in such a time of change? And I really do believe that it comes down to here first. It comes down to being um, more connected, um, understanding yourself in a deeper way, doing that deeper healing. And then from there, you can go out into the world and you can take that fierce stand in what you believe in and what you want to see kind of happen from there. So I do have three steps that I'll be taking you all through. Number one is to have your own back. Number two is to give a voice to all of the thoughts and then be able to choose which ones you want to be really bringing into your reality, keeping in your mind and taking action on. And step number three is kindness. So let's go ahead and kick it off with step number one. So step number one is all about having your own back. And, you know, there's, I think we're raised in a society where we actually aren't taught to have our own backs, right? We have our parents, our teachers, like we're taught to actually just be able to depend on one another. And I think it actually can disempower ourselves from what we can really be doing for ourselves. And so when when I look at having my own back, you know, there is definitely a time in my life where I felt disempowered and frustrated and I was really upset too because I was like why did anyone talk to me about this why didn't anyone tell me about this and I was just like thinking about the world and how we can all come together and create such big change but if no one has them themselves it's really hard to be reliable on others or to you know, be able to come and join forces with two sturdy pillars that can then support one another instead of two that are like leaning on one another. Like that makes it really, really difficult. So what does it mean to have your own back? First and foremost, it, it's this piece of integrity, right? Your words are so, so powerful. So when you say you're going to do something or you say you're not going to do something, when you can firmly stand in that power, have your own back, when the situation or circumstance or the agenda shifts, right? And you decide, okay, wait, well, maybe I do wanna do this. And it's like, it just kind of gets a little wishy-washy, right? There's a time where you get to recheck in with what is your truth? 
What is like your core intention that you really want to be seeing fulfilled? And if you have made a strong declaration with your words, then make sure that you can hold true to those because that's what we need in this world. We need that strong backbone, that integrity piece. So that way we can be supporting one another. So that way we can be relying on one another as well as um, for external support. But being able to build up that internal support is first and foremost. The second piece is to give a voice, is give a voice to all the thoughts. And a lot of times, you know, there's, like I just said, there's so much power in our words, right? And so if we're having negative thoughts or thoughts that feel like they're disempowering us, a lot of times we're like, oh, wait, I don't want that. And we take it out and we put it in a box and we lock it up and we say, we're never going to let that thought be. And so time and time again, you know, this can happen once a day, it can happen multiple times a day. You're pulling out these thoughts, you're locking them away in a box and you're saying, no, no, no. Well, guess what? You're carrying around the box of all of this stuff that becomes so much heavier when you have unaddressed thoughts, feelings, and emotions like, and you're literally carrying them and you're trying to continue with that one thought that's saying, yes, like you keep going, but you're like, but all these other thoughts are telling me to stop. Like, who do I listen to? Who do I even like, res what thought do I respect? What thought do I honor? So in my method that I teach my clients is that you actually accept and acknowledge and give voice to every single thought that's coming up, even the ones that actually feel unsupportive, even the ones that you might have like another part of your brain being like the strong empowered version of you is like, that thought is so stupid. Like I actually don't think that, but if they're battling, you're never going to be able to take those bigger steps forward and really see change happen. You must address, give voice to all of the thoughts. All the thoughts want to be heard. They're there for a reason, for safety, for protection, for comfort. So just by acknowledging that they're there for a reason, we can be like, oh, well, that was really sweet that you wanted to like keep me safe. That's really sweet that you, you know, wanted to protect me. Thank you. And then that's when you get to step into an empowered place of choosing which thoughts you want to keep and saying, thank you. I see you. I hear you. And you know what? I don't really need that safety right now. I actually want to try, try a risk. I actually want to go for something else. So thank you so much for being here, but I'm going to put you right here for now. It's a totally different energy and feeling, and it will allow you to move forward in your life with so much more ease. Oh, it will feel so good. Just trust me. <laughs> I've been through this process so many times and we all just want to be heard, right? It's, it's the truth. So you can think about that with our thoughts as well. And step number three, the last one is to be kind to yourself. You know, we all want love. We're all lovers deep down inside. And a lot of times we are looking externally to be able to receive that love, to receive that support. And you can see this third step kind of slips into the second one as well, because there's a moment where you get to choose how you love yourself. Am I going to love myself by staying safe and comfortable, which sometimes maybe that is your highest self speaking and saying, I really want that comfort. And so you get to love yourself by taking that action after you 
choose which thought you want to keep, then you get to take action on that thought. And that's where you get to really practice that deep internal love. When you realize you have a thought and you decide you're going to discard it and say like, oh, I actually don't want you right now. Like I'm actually going to go try to try and do something else. Again, the self-love comes in after that moment of like, wow, thank you so much for you know, taking a risk. Thank you so much for trying something new. Okay. And the more that we can practice that internal love, we become mirrors for one another. So it's like you're almost washing your mirror clean, right? And then you step out into the world, you step into a relationship and you have this really clean mirror. The beauty that comes in between the relationships is beyond words, really. It's so much more than we could even imagine but we do end up fogging up our own mirror. We don't clean it for a while. And so we try and go up to someone and they're looking back at us and they're like, I can't really see that clearly. I don't really understand what you're talking, like what is, it kind of feels like, eh, again, it's like that funky, wishy-washy energy. So again, it's a practice of going internal to be external, to be able to actually have a self-sufficient planet right? To have a self-sufficient society where we're actually in communication and cycling with the, each other and the plants and the animals and creating, you know, something that could be a, an incredible magical ecosystem of how we all support one another. But of course that will not happen until we can do this ourselves. So I hope you like this video. I hope you got to take some key pieces out of it and see maybe there's one step that you would like to refine this week. So I dare you to just take one. You don't need to do all three. All three will come naturally. Just take one, maybe one that excites you the most and just look at it a little bit deeper this week and see what comes up for you. Thanks for listening to the Soul Align podcast. If you like our show and would like to know more, please check out www.rayireland.com. That is R-A-E-I-R-E-L-A-N, like the country without a D. Or you can leave us a review on iTunes.